want to know more about supplements, the industry, how they are marketed, then you will absolutely love this episode. In this episode, I am joined with Jenna Carlson, who is the marketing manager at Pureness. Pureness is an incredible supplements brand originally based in Finland and their supplements are honestly very high quality and big fan. So it was really amazing to have Jenna on the podcast and discuss all things pureness, all things supplements and have a really juicy conversation. If you aren't already subscribed or if you haven't already followed, rated and reviewed the podcast, please do. But for now, enjoy this conversation. Hello listeners, I am here with Jenna who is the marketing manager at Pureness and I can honestly say that Pureness is actually a brand that I love. I have their supplements, I have their electrolytes Um, and if anybody here who is listening follows me on LinkedIn then you know how specific I am with supplements and wellness brands and how much (laughs) I talk about that. So Pureness really are a brand which I love and I am so so blessed to be here chatting with Jenna and we are going to talk all about pureness, the brand, the marketing side of things and supplements in general. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast Jenna. If you just want to introduce yourself briefly that would be amazing. Sure, sure thing. Um, um, Thank you for having me Frida. I'm so excited to be here too and to kind of represent pureness um and our company on your podcast um just a little bit background from me so um so you know a little bit about me as a person you can probably hear i'm not swedish so i actually come from south africa um but i have been living in sweden now for 14 years so i moved here many many years back for love which has been an exciting journey a lot of ups and downs but a lot of fun and yeah, just kind of started my career off in Sweden, actually as a personal trainer, nutritionist and group instructor at SATS. And then was longing to go back to my marketing roots. So yeah, started off my marketing career at Celsius, the energy brand or energy drink brand, should I say. Then I was at Lohilo, which is an ice cream brand, formerly known as Alvesta Glass. Um, and then Pureness. So I'm so excited to be here and to kind of share and dig deep into what we're doing at Pureness with all of you guys out there. So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, I also just had a little baby eight months ago. So it's crazy times, a lot of fun, um, which I'm sure all mamas can relate to. We keep pushing forward and keep doing our best to kind of have that work-life balance as well so super exciting times for us both why I say us is actually because my husband is the country manager for Pureness so that's why if you guys are wondering why I say us (laughs) that's the reason why um so yes a lot going on and can't wait to share it with you guys well thank you so much Jenna honestly I feel like you are the perfect guest you have this background in nutrition you are a personal trainer you've worked for other brands within the health and wellness space oh thank you (laughs) yeah I feel very very lucky to be chatting to you and to get yeah deep into these questions so how if you could tell me a bit more about pureness because obviously the listeners might know that you are a supplements brand but is there any other way that you would describe pureness i mean yes well obviously supplements brand is probably the main main thing that we do um but we also a health and wellness brand so that means that we kind of 
want to take the approach of where we help people um, that might be suffering from any ailments or, such as sleep deprivation, um, gut health, or just in general, over well-being, over health well-being. So we kind of um, are targeting and looking towards that as well when we create our products and supplements and kind of also want to communicate that with, with our consumers um, all the time. Um, so actually, originally, Pureness, um, just to take it a step back, we are actually a Finnish brand from the beginning. Um, so the company in Finland is called Pudistamo. Um, yes, so that's why we decided not to go with that name here, because it's actually a slang word for like a place where you go like detox or cleanse. Mm -hmm. um so Pudistamo actually opened up as a very small online superfood store back in 2009 so um so they've been going for for many many years now and are extremely well-known brand in Finland and um, probably the best known brand there so yeah we we're very lucky to have had this opportunity my husband and I to start it up for them here in Sweden. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And now the brand, is the brand still based in Finland now? Yes, so the brand is based um, in Finland, meaning that we have all our production um, in Finland in a factory in an area called Lempala. So we have quite a big, big operation there where we produce all our capsules. Um, we also have our own R&D team there. Um, so we have many, many colleagues. I think it's almost 100 colleagues that we have um, in Finland. Because something that I really wanted to actually ask is because when you are brand based in Finland, I know that different countries have different regulations, but I think Finland can be quite strict in terms of marketing and the messaging that you can use when you are a supplements brand focusing on yes. the benefits and things like that. So is there any insights you have about that and how you at Pureness can market your supplements without going against these regulations and what these regulations are? Yes. So it's very interesting because Finland and Sweden, even though we are so close to each other and it's the countries are so close to each other, we do have um we do have very similar rules and regulations here in Sweden that Finland do. I would say even sometimes Sweden is even a little bit more strict on something, surprisingly. And mm -hmm. um, so it gives us a little bit of a hard time to kind of get our message out to the consumer when we want to say something that the brand or that the, the product itself really does do. Um, so it is kind of a doozy that I could say that you can't really express everything, especially on the labels and the packaging. Um, you've also got to follow all the EFSA claims that we have here in Sweden and both in Finland. Um, but I would say there's there's always a way. So we do have um, a lovely guy named Johan that works with us on the claims so that we're able to, in the best possible way, say what we're trying to say without stepping on any toes or, you know, things like that. Um, and the same goes for Finland as well. Um, so they also have to have very specific ways in which they market. Um it is what it is, but we're doing our best and hopefully we can still kind of um, educate the consumer the best possible way, like I say, without 
um, claiming anything that's not allowed both in Finland and in Sweden. Yeah. So it's a toughie, but we, 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 we can, we do it. We do it yeah. and we hopefully doing it okay. So that's good at least. Yeah. Well, I definitely, I follow you guys on social media and everything, and I definitely see that you're doing it. So, and do you have Thanks. one Instagram account for like the whole of Pureness or do you have separate ones? So for Pureness, we have our own Instagram and then for Finland, Pudi they have their own Instagram um, and of course, the reason being is that in Finland, everything is done in Finnish. Mm-hmm. Um, and also their, um, their product line is a little bit bigger than ours. So we decided to kind of go with the approach of successfully, um, yeah, bringing in new products. Um, but yes, so we, just to get to the point, yes. So we have our our own Instagram and they have their own Instagram. So one Instagram per per um how can you say? I can't say brand because we're the same brand. But mother company one Instagram, daughter company one Instagram. Yeah. Makes yes. sense. And have you found that that works? Is that a have you found that that's like a, a good way of marketing because maybe the two different languages and things you are you reaching more people doing that or does it make things more confusing I always get curious as to when brands yeah. are wondering <laughs> I, I think because Finland is such a well-known brand in Finland uh, listen to me my brain <laughs> Pudistam is such a well-known brand in Finland that um it, it doesn't kind of make sense to have one Instagram especially now when we also have a different name here in, in yeah. Sweden also, it's, it's fun to kind of mention that the Finnish and the Swedish markets in general with the approach of marketing are so different. So I think in Finland, it's more about like the biohacking, the educating, you know, they're really getting deep into that very, um, very educational level of a product. Whereas here in Sweden, we're still very basic in a sense. So it's not as digging deep. So I think it's also good to mention that because we market, we obviously have that red line from Pudi Summer to Purina. So everything, the look and the feel and everything is the same. The tone of voice is the same. But in Sweden, we take a slightly different approach just to make it so that our consumer understands what we're doing. Because I think Pudi Summer is so, so in-depth sometimes that it's like, very much about the biohacking community there whereas we're not quite there um in in sweden yet but we're getting there slowly but surely i think it definitely works very well that we have two different different instagrams and are able to market differently a little bit in a sense that's super interesting and why why do you think it's almost like yeah, Finland are more the scientific biohacking approach, almost like that one step ahead. Do you think Sweden are getting there? Or why do you, is it more complicated for us over here? Different kind of people? Why do you think that is? It, that's a good question. I definitely think that when it comes to the biohacking and um, that type of stuff in Finland, they definitely more ahead than we are in Sweden. I think that's definitely coming and slowly but surely people are starting to kind of engage in that a lot more. I think also when it comes to marketing, we in Sweden are actually more modern in a sense. When it comes to marketing, we have more of that like international approach, whereas in Finland, the marketing side is a little bit more so 
just to kind of summarize it, I think we're a step ahead when it comes to like look and feel and, you know, how we approach marketing in, in Sweden, whereas Finland are a step ahead when it comes to more the like in-depth like how can we market this product it doesn't need to look super beautiful but we yeah, yeah so it doesn't need to have that like amazing looking feel but people will appreciate if we just if they just like dig deep into what are the ingredients we've often wanted to go a little bit more in depth here in Sweden but we see that our consumers are not quite there just yet so we take a little bit of a lighter approach but then our um marketing is step ahead when it comes to to Finland I would say that's super interesting uh, I, yeah I hope that Sweden are actually getting to that more like yes definitely that's what I absolutely love and I absolutely love going on and seeing these brands talk you know in so much depth about the science and all of these different things it creates mm-hmm. another level of trust I think oh 100% and that's why we still kind of want to focus on that but we've got to do it in a very clever way where we don't overwhelm the consumer and it, still so, to, it still has to look good for some reason exactly clean you know it's a clean fresh modern um We also, like, in Sweden, I think people are a little bit more about, like, the outside. So how you look on the outside. Mm. Whereas in Finland, it's more about, like, what what you're feeling, you know, what you're taking to help you feel good on the inside. But I definitely, with that being said, I definitely think Sweden, we're getting there. We're getting there. And it's so fun to see because when I had started at Pyrrhus three years ago, you could see that we weren't there but now each year that goes by it's more and more and more and it's so exciting and so fun to see so I definitely think people are starting to engage in that a lot more in Sweden now I mean in Finland the biohacking community is so big here in Sweden it's very very small still so um we'll get there slowly but surely but it's not a bad thing I think everything in its own time of course yeah, definitely. Um, I think yeah. it's just it's so important to be aware of um wherever you are um wherever your audience is that you have to speak their language. Oh yes, yes, mm. definitely. That's so important. Um I think like that's why like in the beginning it was a bit tricky like on how we approach the consumer here in Sweden mm-hmm. as opposed to how it is how they're approached in Finland. So definitely we have to always see um okay this will suit Sweden, definitely, but might not suit Finland and vice versa. And then there are obviously some things which we can definitely be on the same wavelength. So that's really cool. But then there's obviously just those small things that we kind of need to tweak a little bit in order to to approach the consumer in the right way so that they feel comfortable with the approach as well and understand what we're trying to say interesting again because you would think scandinavia you'd think it's the same message same messaging same thing compared to the us then it's different but actually there's a big difference between just finland and sweden oh my gosh yes definitely definitely Mm -hmm. i mean i think we haven't yet approached like the other scandinavian countries so when we do that will be interesting to also see like but i think now yeah we've learned a lot um between Finland and Sweden which has been super fun because then we'll eventually know okay we might need to either take the Swedish approach in another Scandinavian country or are they already on the Finnish you know 
level of biohacking or educating or the main platforms that you're marketing on right now is that instagram yes so we're marketing on instagram um we also have a youtube which we haven't had for so long so we're also starting to build that up a little bit more as time goes along, which is super, super fun. We also have a Pinterest, which we we kind of put Pinterest there to see like what it would give us and how it would work. So we haven't really put a lot of time on our Pinterest, but we do have a Pinterest as well. And we do have a TikTok as well. But I would definitely say our main focus is Instagram and, and Facebook. Yeah. And I was going to ask about the YouTube and what kind of content you plan on posting there, because I know that there are some huge supplement brands and health brands who are really on YouTube and then some that never even go near YouTube. Yeah, no, so it's super interesting. Um, So we've actually posted quite a lot of awesome videos that we have a, um, a guy, Victor, that works with us quite closely. He's a health coach. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's helped us with some really amazing, amazing videos on our YouTube. These are more educational videos. So they're videos that you can really sit down, have a cup of coffee or tea and just like kind of get into um, what the different products are on a on another kind of level. Um, so that's kind of our, that's been our focus now there on YouTube. But we ho- also hope to eventually maybe bring a little bit more fun content. But I think this is actually also really fun because you're able to to, to listen and hear what he has to say when it comes to different products. So I think it's always nice to be providing a bit of that extra value to consumers, you know, whether it's educational, just so that um, people have, people know that, that content is there to watch and to go to. So it's both for consumer and clients, I would say. Yes. So that I'm was glad- also one of the main reasons why we did the YouTube, so that we have, you know, some sort of, access for for our clients as well to to get a better feeling for for our products i'm so glad you mentioned that actually because it's so important as well to be available in retail stores and that's a lot of the time where i buy pureness i go into life oh wow okay awesome i think that's when i first discovered you and everything so oh brilliant talk a bit about where you've seen the most kind of impact and return has it been more from Instagram direct to consumer or has it been getting into those retail stores I definitely would say it's a bit of everything but I would definitely pinpoint that online is definitely the biggest turn for us um, through your just, website yes through our website and both through um, our client online web shops mm-hmm. um, I think this kind of also maybe happened when um corona hit and everything a lot of people started kind of you know shopping more online and i think that's kind of that culture is kind of now stuck without a doubt i would definitely say online is is the biggest selling point for us mm-hmm. and would you yeah. say that you get would you say that you get um consumers and some customers through instagram or is that is that like do you ever notice people purely coming through social media it's hard to say but I would definitely say we, we do work also a lot with paid advertising so I think a lot of our consumers are driven from that to our website um, I think also when it comes to um, our clients a lot of consumers are driven from campaigns so campaigns that we have um, with our clients but also on our own websites um, 
And then another thing which I think also really helps us a lot is our newsletter as well, because we have an extremely successful newsletter. So it's, it's, it's a tricky one to kind of exactly pinpoint because you don't really have like any specific analytics when it comes to like where are these consumers coming from. But if I would say, I would definitely say, yeah, a little bit of campaign driven, um, uh, then obviously client campaigns, both our com- campaigns we have. And then, of course, Instagram, definitely um, the paid advertising, both on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. And what is in your newsletter? What's in the Pureness newsletter? Oh, gosh, it's a, di- a range <laughs> of different fun things. And how um, so often? We, Tell yeah, we, we, we have like from... So a newsletter can be from like a campaign so that we're having. So like info on that to like a recipe, to a competition, mm-hmm. to maybe information that like an event. Also, so we have we try and keep it very spicy all the time and very fun to read and look at. Um, so we we try and have a combination of a little bit of everything, especially if there's something going on, like a new launch of a product or yeah, like an activation on our website, for example, if we're doing like a fun activation. So we definitely try to keep it um, interesting mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh, you know, here's just a campaign or here's just, you know, whatever. So we we keep all parts moving all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, it's, so I definitely recommend people to sign up for our newsletter because not only is it fun, but we also like have always like um, – both the educational part, but then we also have like, you can get your discount codes, giveaways. Um, Like I said, if we're going to be an event, you'll be like the first to know because then you'll get it through the newsletter. I think it's something um, a lot of brands should definitely have a newsletter because email marketing is so, so powerful as I'm sure you know. And when you're getting straight into someone's inbox, um, that's so important. Yeah, and also the fun thing with our newsletter is we get such a good opening rate with our newsletter. So it's been actually a really, really um, great way when we have campaigns. It creates also a lot of return on on sales as well through our newsletters, we've noticed. So it's it's a super fun way to engage with the consumer yeah. um, as well, doing them. So, um Yeah. So sign up for our newsletter. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 definitely. I'm going to leave all of the links below for people who want to subscribe Amazing. and obviously check out Pureness for sure. And then Amazing. I wanted to touch on a bit of influencer marketing and user-generated content just to see whether Pureness, whether it is something that Pureness has experimented with because I'm not sure how you found the landscape of this in Sweden and with many Swedish brands or even Finland. Yeah. I'd be interested to know your take on that. Yeah, so we we in Sweden have worked a lot with influencer marketing and UG as well. Um, influencer marketing is obviously a very important part um, when establishing a brand. Um, and we've worked with some amazing, I like to call them inspirators instead of influencers. I so love we've it. worked, <laughs> we've love worked it. a lot with a, a lot of amazing inspirators that have really um, helped us to get us where we are today in, in Sweden. And I think the same goes for, for Finland as well. They work a lot with, with, um, inspirators and different types of people. Um, 
So, yes, we do do that. We do experiment with it. Um, uh, the content, so the, the UG content, we also, we use a lot. We um, love it. We, we, as soon as someone has created something, we always repost, post, use it, love it. It's awesome. And we even motivate people to, to help us out with that as much as possible because it's so, so lovely when trying to also create, like you've said before, that authenticity of a brand, trust in a brand. Um, so, yeah. So, yes to both. We have experimented and we love it and we will carry on um, with, with both mm -hmm. throughout. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And do you have any strategies to make people like want want to share your products? Like, do you have a certain hashtag? Do you engage with people? Because sometimes people might buy your products, but they're not very incentivized to share and obviously the more people who share the better yes that's a good question um so we do we don't have like a specific hashtag as such but we have noticed that when people do do like a story or post they do use um that was tag us as at at pureness um and then sometimes just hashtag pureness as well um what have we done to incentivize people to do this? We have done many different things. So we've done like, um, obviously from like activations, meaning that like this summer, we actually did a bunch of cool activations where we challenged our followers to um, do like cold bath, for example, meditation. Another one was like to create recipes without using our products. And then the incentive was that if you did this or followed these different activations, we would then choose a winner and the winner would get A, B, and C from us. So we do do a lot of that to, to kind of incentivize our, our followers. But I think it also comes, which we're really grateful for, it also comes quite naturally. I think also when people are in very into health and well-being and they love a brand, they often do it because, you know, they want to show that they're using the products and they love them. So the, this type of consumer, I think, will naturally just go ahead and be like, oh, my God, I bought Pyrenees today. I want to share it with my friends or whatever. Um, so we've been very grateful for that as well. So we we do activate our, con our or should I say, consumer followers mm -hmm. with activations, but also it comes comes pretty naturally as well that's so good to hear and I think yeah. when you have a good product when you have a product which works which people love then people are way more inclined to share it like they want yeah. to they want to spread the word they want to spread the positivity and so that is amazing feedback for you guys yeah yeah um, thank you I wanted to ask as well because obviously well health and wellness is becoming quite saturated I would say but I also believe that every industry is saturated you know everything has <laughs> basically been done anyway exactly are there any kind of struggles that you are facing in terms of the wellness industry being quite saturated and they, are you trying to think outside of the box do you think about that a lot or do you just stay authentic to you and yeah what is yeah idea I think I think it's a bit of both I mean yes it's it's a, it is a very saturated market like you said there most markets are quite saturated in today's times but we always see that as like a positive because then we can kind of keep pushing and keep you know, keep ourselves on our toes 
Um, so we've always looked at that as like, okay, this is awesome if a new brand comes into the Swedish market because we can also learn from them. So I think, like I say, it's a very positive thing. It's never a negative. Um, for us personally, we always want to stay on our kind of own thought of what we're going to do next. We never really, we look at obviously what's coming out in the market and everything, but for us, it's very important to launch products that we truly believe in as a brand and not stray from that. Because often, you know, brands will maybe launch something, but it has no real value to to the health and well-being um, consumer or client. So we try to stick to um, things that we truly believe in and also try to develop new things that um, are maybe a little bit different to our consumer or, you know, are a 2.0 of what our consumer has. So that's always our thought. If they have, for example, a multivitamin, we're going to launch a multivitamin that's just a little bit better or a lot better, should mm -hmm. I say, um, regarding like ingredients and composition of the actual product itself. Okay. So yes, so that's kind of how we see it and our train of thought when we mm -hmm. when we come to to doing things, especially having so many competitors um, these days. Um, we don't let it deter us. We let it just kind of push us. Yes, um, let it fuel you for sure. Yeah. So do you have, do you ever find it challenging to, you know, that that trends come up all of the time within health and wellness, whether it's you know collagen electrolytes oh my gosh yes <laughs> and uh, matcha like they come out of nowhere do you ever get sucked in like oh okay well, we, we need to make that product because everyone's buying it right now and what does that look like as well because sometimes you see these products come out of nowhere and you think did they predict this trend because how have they got this product here so fast what yeah. the production looks like so yeah it's 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 crazy I mean like you say there's a new thing every day but we we of course like when we see the consumers longing or wanting something we of course look into it and see okay can we produce this product the best possible way with the best raw materials so that's also very important for us we will never produce a product just because um and I actually have a very good example of this so many, many years back when Puri Samo had first started as a superfood brand, I don't know if you remember the goji berry trend. Everyone was eating goji berries. It was like, you got to have it in your breakfast, in your smoothie, like goji berries are the thing. So actually, Puri Samo looked into launching goji berries. They were like, okay, you know, obviously brands, they have to follow trends as well. It's very important. Let's see if we can find a good producer that has extremely extremely high quality goji berries and the process and everything is done you know the way it should be done so they searched and they searched and they searched and there was just there were they got obviously samples from different producers and we did tests for like mold on them we did tests for like additives every time there was something wrong with with all of them so actually Pudisama decided you know what we're not going to launch goji berries. That's it. We don't believe in it. We don't believe that they are good enough mm. um, and that we don't want to put something on the market that has maybe an additive in or mold or whatever. So that's just a like beautiful example of how passionate we are when it comes to maybe, even if it is on trend, yes, of course, we will, we will look and see, okay, should we, should we launch that product? But if 
for some reason we just find something wrong with even one of the raw materials we will say okay it's not worth us worth worth it's not worth it for us to do it Mm. So then we we place it to the side. To answer your question, sorry, I went a little bit no, around, cool. but um, yeah. So that that's kind of like um, our train of thought when it comes yes. to you know new things or trendy things or how we can approach it as well. I hope that answered your question. I might have strayed a little bit. No, I'm sorry. It did. It did, <laughs> and I really appreciate it because. We need more brands who actually are that vigilant about their products. You know, you there are too many brands, whether it's, whether it's protein or superfoods, jumping on trends and just finding, okay, goji berries. Let's just find a, someone who produces goji berries and let's sell them. Whereas exactly. they're not taking the time to actually look at what is in them, how they are produced. So I'd love if you could share a bit more about the production of the supplements for example so maybe yes. give an example of one of your products and how you take that from an idea to actually getting in the consumer's hand for example <laughs> yes absolutely so we have um in Finland we have our own R&D team that we work with um and our own laboratory there so um our R&D team we obviously from the beginning we like to kind of like you say, see what's trending, see what we need to bring in. And then they kind of go to the drawing board and say, okay, this raw material will work with this raw material best in the body and absorb the best. How can we then make it so that's the best possible product that absorbs in the body and gives the consumer what it's made for? So, um, it's quite an involved and detailed process, um, which I'm obviously not in too much because it's it's so involved. But so once we've established, okay, we want to launch, let's say, for example, Smart Multi or Multivitamin, we will go, okay, this is what our competitors have. Then we, the R&D team will go, okay, but how can we make it just that much better? And what raw, how can we find the raw materials to produce the cleanest product without any fillers or additives so they then research and this takes quite a time to research and kind of gather all that information and then once that's done they will get all the raw materials we will then send them also for like testing so for heavy metals and things like that and mold and if we see that producer is giving the most amazing top quality raw material will then go ahead with that producer. However, once we've gained all the raw materials, we then actually produce all the capsules in Lempala in Finland at our um, site. And really fun to know, all our capsules are handmade. Um, So it's quite a process. And handmade meaning that there's a machine, but you've got to turn the machine manually to fill the, the capsules, um, so it's quite a it's quite a beautiful process to see as well. We we saw this when we visited um, our factory in in Lempala, and um, everyone in their white coats and you know sitting and doing this process. And the reason why we do that is because we don't have any additives or fillers in our in our capsules. So it's very hard if you do it through a machine, the powder then gets stuck. So that's why we have to do everything handmade as well. 
Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the process in a nutshell. It's a lot more in depth though. We we would probably be here for another three months (laughs) if I had to go in depth. No, I can imagine, but thank you so much for sharing like just a bit more about that and that it's produced in Finland as well. I already think that even makes it a lot more trustworthy in a way. Maybe that's also like um in my, my mindset as well because when when something is quite local and maybe produced in Europe you automatically kind of trust it a little bit more yeah and um, that, that we're very actually proud of that we yeah. do have all production in in Finland um, and that it is truly a Nordic brand mm. so we're super proud of that as well that's great because yeah I didn't know that when I like first discovered Pureness. I wasn't really sure until I okay. went went on your website and actually searched. And I was like, oh, oh, they're like based in Finland, and oh, like. And then I was yeah. reading, reading the ingredients, thinking, okay, this is actually a brand that I, I could actually buy from again. I actually really like it because oh, that's so that, great. That Thank you, Frida. Love that. That's <laughs> so nice to yeah. That, that that's yeah. so heartwarming because that's kind of what we we want the consumer to recognize from our brand and you did so that kind of that that's that's so fun to hear so thank you for that totally because this space like I said it is maybe getting quite saturated and there are brands doing not so great things if anything it can be you can turn it around and make that a good thing for pureness because you are doing the right thing doing the right production doing it the best way you possibly can which sets yeah. aside from all of these other brands who maybe yeah aren't thinking about that so much I wonder is there like any examples of the testing that you do on supplements do you have like three examples like you said that you test for mold for example is there maybe like just three examples that you could give um yeah that you do testing on supplements for people that don't know people who are like what do you have to test for mold like it sounds so so crazy so crazy yes I mean so um you can actually even go on our website mm-hmm. and on our website you see all the documents of the te- testing on each product um but the reason why we do this testing and the reason why it's so important and it's it, I, I could name three products but it's on all of our products that we do it but um just to kind of take a step back as to why we do this is because often when you're getting a raw material from another country when it's in transportation Often when it arrives, you know, because of it being on the sea, if it's transported by sea, you know, the the moisture can get to it and that can cause mold. So that's why we make sure that whenever every single raw material that we we have arrive here, um, not here in Sweden, but in, in Finland, we test again. So it's tested with the producer. Then it's tested again when it arrives in Finland um, and often 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 it happens where mold is found in the product but companies that don't do this they will just pop it into a capsule and sell it mm. so for us that's extremely important that we do it and it was actually I have another example of the of, of this um, so we were selling chia chia seeds we don't sell it anymore on our um, on our website um, but when we were there was a producer that was selling chia seeds. Um, everything looked great. It was amazing. Amazing producer. But then when it arrived in Finland, we had done testing and it was full of mold. 
And we're so lucky we tested for that because I think probably 90% of brands that sell chia don't and then sell it with mold in. So we were like, oh, God damn, this is not good. So obviously that was discontinued and, and we we then got a new production of the chia and all of that. But that's just like a very, very important example of like, how important it is to test for both mold and then also the heavy metals because the heavy metals also comes about during transportation as well um so it's just it's very important to us and like i say I, the examples that i can give you definitely but there's all on all our products um on the website you can see and go in and have a little squiz there oh, um so that we're very transparent with as well which um I don't think any other brands of what I know of have mm -hmm. this type of thing where you can go onto the their website, click on a product and see all the, the tasting. Wow, I'm going to definitely check that out. Yeah, mm -hmm. super interesting, super interesting. And um, something which is bypassed by many, many um, different uh, brands, unfortunately, because it yeah. also costs a lot to do. It costs a lot of money to have to send it for testing. Yeah. That's quite scary about the chia seeds because, you know, I buy chia seeds from, you know, the, the the store, you know, a random brand of chia seeds. Now I'm thinking, oh my God, well, they're probably not tested. <laughs> scary. And it's a shame. It's not to scare anyone, but it probably is the case that yeah. you are buying chia seeds often with, with mold in. Yeah, because unfortunately, this, this mold. I wonder if you know anything about this. Obviously, when when we imagine mold, we imagine you know you can see like green mold and it doesn't look. Yes, right. this isn't the type of mold we're talking about, right? Because you can't. See well, it, it it is it is, but when it when it's in like a product, you can't really see it as if you would see it on a wall or yeah. something. Um, but it's I, I I mean correct someone might correct me if I if I'm wrong, but of what I know of it is the same it mm. might be like a different how do you say um form of it but I think it's the same like it's just as bad and it's yeah. quite hazardous to the body as well so um I think there may be different types of mold you can get but I'm not sure but it's great to know so heavy metals and mold are like some so just just two examples of the tests that you um run on every product which is amazing and, and arsenic as well <clears throat> and what is arsenic can you so arsenic gosh Frida you uh, I'm not 100% sure but it's a type of poison or a type of like um yeah often I think ar arsenic like well, <laughs> this is just a silly example but like serial killers probably use arsenic to poison their victims so I think it's like a but I think it's naturally it naturally occurs if I'm not mistaken, that's a toughie. I'll also have to ask about that. But I, I, if you look on our um, on our testing, you'll see that it's also tested for arsenic as well. Okay, super interesting. I'm going to have yeah. a look at that as well. This is have so a squiz. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. This is so interesting. That will be what I'm going to read today. In terms of like health and wellness as well, obviously supplements are becoming super super popular. You have you work with Pureness, a supplements brand. Yeah. But do you think? in general people are maybe becoming more reliant on supplements rather than the food that they're eating is that something that you champion at pureness to use these supplements to support your diet rather than you know take over oh yes 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 that's very important for us we always say to the consumer 
this is not a substitute for food. This is just an add-on. So food at the end of the day is the most important, important thing for us as a brand that you have to still eat right. And you can't think that just because you're going to take a supplement, you're going to be like a new woman or a new man the next day. Um, so we really, really also make sure that our consumer is aware of that. But to go back to if if the consumer has kind of lost touch with um, with nutrition, I think yes, in a sense, definitely. And I think the reason being is that people are often looking for a quick fix. So that's kind of maybe the reason as to why. But I think also people see that food isn't what it used to be. Like back in the days, you know, we ate from top to tail. So we ate the whole animal. Now it's so produced with like GMOs and and you have like additives and meat and stuff. So I think you can look at it both ways. You can look at it where people are looking for a quick fix, but people have also realized that, okay, food isn't really what it used to be. But those guys, they understand because they know, okay, we still need to eat, but we're going to take the supplements because we know that food isn't what it used to be. So we're just going to have the supplement as an add-on. The guys that are the quick fixes, they kind of have lost the plot <laughs> and they think like, you know, I'm going to take this miracle pill and it's maybe going to burn fat or it's going to um, it's going to make me feel, you know, like a queen or a king the next day, which isn't the case. So we we very, very into the fact that you need to eat. Eating and nutrition is 100 percent the most important thing. And then, like we say, we want to upgrade your well-being by adding a supplement. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that, and I think um, that's very, very important with any supplement brand, with anyone marketing supplement brand, to to really communicate that this isn't the answer to all of no. you know any problems, yeah. health issues, but this should support you and upgrade you, like you said, elevate you, make you feel even even better yes and also i think like supplements are a great way of like preventing preventing so they're preventative so like if you have you know um if you maybe have suffered from like stomach problems it's always good to take like an enzyme because for example like with age your enzymes are depleted in your gut so then by taking the enzyme you're preventing that from further happening so it's definitely there's definitely different ways of looking at it so definitely to upgrade to prevent um and then also to just your overall health and well-being is also also nice to keep keep the supplements going on top of of the nutritional part as well i wonder if you have three things for people to look out for when buying supplements do you is there three things that you should check maybe when, say if i'm going into the store life and i'm overwhelmed with supplements overwhelmed yes. with different brands what are some things that you should look out for when you are wanting to buy a supplement so say if i'm wanting a, vult- a multivitamin or um omega-3 for example So I definitely think it comes down to what are the ingredients. So that's definitely an important thing to look out for. So if you look, for example, on the back of of our label, you will see that we have very little ingredients in all our brands, uh, in all our brands, in all our products, because we don't have any of the additives or fillers. So what you see on the label is what you get. Um, obviously for the multivitamin, it's a multivitamin, so it has more of the active 
active ingredients, but these are again the only things that we have in the product. If you maybe look at a competitive brand, you can often maybe see, and it's not all of them, but some here and there, you'll look on the label and you'll see directly there's like a million different things and it's just a magnesium. Well, what are all these other crazy things that are on the label? So I think that's definitely the first thing to look at. The second thing to look at is where is it produced? Um, you know, often sometimes companies won't say where it's produced, but we on all our labels say where it's produced. So we're very transparent about that as well. Produced, what I mean by produced is because we obviously produce everything in Finland, but I mean production of the raw material. Where does that come from? But I have a, a lot of brands, actually, I don't think they're transparent about that. Um, no, a lot on the packaging. Not on the packaging. Um, th That's so true because mm -hmm. a lot of brands, obviously, they get their stuff from maybe countries where it's easier and cheaper to get it from. Um, So obviously, obviously, they don't want to mention those countries. I think mm -hmm. people kind of know what countries though that might be here and there. But um, yeah, I think it's very important like so that the brand on the label itself is super transparent. Mm -hmm. You see whatever you see is what you're getting. So there's no extra like things there. It shouldn't be like a list that's the length of the E4. It should be just what's in what 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 are the ingredients, that's what's in it, and that's it. Yeah, so I would say those two things. And then third thing, I mean it's always nice to 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 kind of when you're going into obviously into a store to buy something, I think the the way the brand looks is tells a lot about what the, how the brand is. So like, for example, if you're using like a plastic bottle or a glass bottle, are you environment? Are you thinking about the environment? So if you're very into that, that's also maybe like a nice thing to look out for. But it's it's hard to say because there are so many different things you should look out for. But yes, I can't really put it into words. <laughs> I think you touched on the main things, which really is the ingredients and where they are produced. That is so yeah. cool. Honestly, if you can't find this information, then that is already like a red flag in itself, right? 100%. 100%. If you, I mean, if you go and every, research and still... Yeah, every brand should be so upfront and transparent about that at all times. That's like... That's the key to to having a, a brand that is trustworthy at the end of the day. I just have a quick question about multivitamins because I hear a yes. lot about multivitamins <laughs> and is it best though to take individual vitamins rather than having it all packed into one? So so yes, so very yeah, that's a, actually also a very good question. So we um chose not to launch a multivitamin for many years now just because we wanted to obviously get the right raw materials and also we wanted to have the right proportions of each um raw material so that it actually works mm -hmm. um so that's why it took us such a long time to come out with our multivitamin because often brands will have such small amounts of each thing in it that it kind of is not maybe the best mm -hmm. option mm -hmm. but we obviously we we've chosen to have enough amount of everything so that you do get the benefits from our multivitamin like you would if you were taking them individually and also for example we've chosen um ingredients 
that are 23 active ingredients, meaning that they don't need a lot of what you have in it. Whereas brands, for example, often put like magnesium in their multivitamin. We don't have magnesium because you need a lot of magnesium. Mm -hmm. So we've chosen not to put, that's just an example of our approach. So we've chosen only ingredients that will still work in the way they should, but have it in one capsule. Okay. Um, So yeah, so a lot of brands are putting magnesium in and it's like, but guys, you've got to have a good amount of magnesium for the benefit. It's it's Mm -hmm. not going to work in a multivitamin. Um, So that was kind of our train of thought behind our multivitamin and and how we came about with with it. Thank you. Um, And we're super proud of our multivitamin because we also have so many great different ingredients like lutein, which is amazing for eye health um which is in isn't really found in any other other multivitamins and um q10 and you know so we it was it was very very thought out and it's also a product that we recommend for um women that are wanting to get pregnant or that are pregnant so prenatal and postnatal i know there are people who had the same thought process to me it was like well why should i take this multivitamin when are the ingredients active? Are they actually doing anything? Is it enough to do yeah. anything? But I'm, yeah. I'm so happy that you yeah, talked us through that and explained the ingredients and why you have those active ingredients. Um, because if somebody does want a, a multivitamin, then they know where to go. Now, well, we're coming to the end of the podcast, Jenna. And I wanted to yeah. ask you, what uh, does wellness mean to you? What does wellness mean to me? That is a great question. I mean, I've always been very much into wellness. And what it means to me is obviously training, feeling good, eating right, sleeping well. And then most importantly, having that work life balance that to me in a nutshell is wellness and well-being um you know we live in such stressful times so often all of these different things we kind of push to the side and then we start to feel like all these things coming up and not feeling so great so for me wellness and well-being is always trying to keep those things intact if you could say so sleeping well eating well, taking my supplements, training, and training meaning that it doesn't need to be going to the gym, just going for a walk in the forest or meditating, um, just kind of recentering myself. And then, like I say, which I think is of almost importance, is that balance between work and private life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say that's what wellness is to me. Do you think you have found that balance with that work-life balance, or do you think it's constantly? I, I definitely, actually, especially this year, I definitely think I have, which is so fun. So, and I think it just—it's due to the fact that I love my job so much. Like I'm so, and this is truly the first job in my whole entire life that I can say that I love so much. And I don't, I haven't said that in previous <laughs> jobs, but this is like, I wake up every day. I'm like, I don't need to go to work. This is, this is not even work for me. This is something that is just so fun. Um, and also having a little girl now and working because I'm still, obviously I'm mommy leave. Well, 50% working, 50% mommy leave. And I chose to do that because I love my job so much. And, you know, in Sweden, obviously we have a full year we can take. But um, because I found that balance, I think, um, yeah, 
I definitely think that that has been a really cool awakening for me this year is finding that balance. Oh, that's a beautiful Super fun. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love it. I love your definition of wellness. I think it's all about laying those foundations and really having it's all about it goes back to the basics most of the time oh yes it really does yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and it's so sad because so many people kind of you know it's such a rat race we live in so you kind of lose your sense of self Mm -hmm. um that's why it's like also for me it's so important you know like just always recentering myself and coming like you say back to the basics like if I've had a bad day okay what caused that bad day what what was it that made me feel that way and then kind of reflecting on that And knowing that that was just today and tomorrow will be a better day, hopefully. But it's obviously not always, you know, it's easier said than done often when when you talk about wellness and well-being. But hopefully more and more people in today's times can start realizing that that work and, you know, other things are not always the be all and end all to, Mm -hmm. to you feeling good. You've got to take that time to reflect and kind of, yeah, get your ducks in a row to to feel that you, you know, you're living a good life yeah. at the end of the day. Life oh, is too short. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it. I said, um, I love your energy. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, and you too. Um, Thank you. We're going to have, I've just got three quick outro questions now. For you yes. Answer these as quick as possible, whatever comes to mind. Um, yes. Even though they're not like super fiery, but... <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so I've got who, what, why. So who would you say benefits the most from taking supplements? Oh gosh, I would say anyone and everyone. I mean, supplements should be for the average Joe and they should also be for people that are maybe suffering also from certain elements such as stress, gut health, um, skin problems, hair problems, but then also people that are maybe training a lot or maybe are a little bit more active. So I would say, in a nutshell, supplements should be for everyone. Nice, perfect. <laughs> and yeah. what is the next big goal for Pionas? Yes, so, oh, super exciting. We've got amazing launches coming up this year, which we are so excited for. So many good products coming. <laughs> um, and then the next thing is for us to actually expand um, in Europe um, and take Pionas into other countries. We actually... At the moment on our website, we do deliver to other countries in Europe um, besides Norway and London, but we hope to actually also physically sell from other stores or online stores in other countries as well eventually. Amazing. So we've got a lot, a lot happening, a lot of fun things happening. Expansion, that's exciting. I'd love to hear whether you're thinking about um, the UK or... Oh, yeah, hopefully. It's a bit tricky with the UK because of Brexit. I know. So it is a bit tricky mm. there, but um please God eventually we will we yeah. will we will be there. Hopefully. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you hopefully will. Okay. And why do you think supplements are constantly on the rise, especially today? The first thing is that because we have so many different elements that we all go through, such as sleep problems, gut problems. You know, things like that, more and more people are, uh, unfortunately, the sad truth is suffering from things like that, stress, anxiety, depression. So I think that's maybe why people have also kind of educated themselves on supplementing um, with different things. 
But I think also because it's so easily accessible to kind of educate yourself on like, okay, if I have a if I have a sore stomach, should I take a milkseria bacteria or an enzyme? So I think like um because we have so easy access today's times to educate ourselves. I think that's why they're becoming, it's becoming more of a thing. And I think also people are becoming in general more health conscious. So there was like a period in time where people were like, okay, you know, it's, it goes, it goes in waves where people are like, okay, maybe back in the eighties, it wasn't such a thing. People, you know, were doing other things like bodybuilding and blah, 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 blah. And I think now, especially in the two thousands, people are starting to see, okay, what are the true things that can help me with my health? And often that is supplementing. Um, and again, like I said, eating well as well. Definitely. There's definitely this rise of these, this um, holistic approach to health now rather than yes. we had trends like bodybuilding or trends like just losing weight, just trying to be as small as possible, where now it's yeah. it has changed and people are yeah taking more of a holistic approach. And I'm very grateful to see oh, that, that yes i love that you said that that was actually something i was thinking of as well as that holistic approach to mm-hmm. to things that people are seeing okay it's not so cool to be like stick thin and it's not so cool to like do this or do that it's you know which i love and i think that mindset is so cool and so fabulous that it's starting to hit home more with a lot of people and you, like I say, from year to year, especially being in the industry, you can see it's just growing and growing and growing. And especially even with the younger generation, which is so freaking cool. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that will just, that trend or should I say trend or way of thinking, not really trend, will keep keep going and yes. keep progressing. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We I hope it's not a trend. I hope it is a way of thinking. I mean, we'll see in the, in the years to come, won't we, whether this... Um whether it sticks yes hopefully hopefully yeah because I think it's more of like a lifestyle actually the the word trend kind of gets to me I I like to call Mm. it a sense of lifestyle um so hopefully that's that lifestyle will people will start seeing and more and more and yeah keep carrying on with it when we have brands like Pure Nurse um you know advocating for these things and sharing you know, being transparent, all of these things that you mentioned in the podcast, when we have people like you and brands like you sharing these things, that is going to help to make it a lifestyle and yeah, keep it going, keep up the momentum and yeah. keep educating people. Yeah, I hope so. I truly hope so. Yeah. Because it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing to kind of be a part of. And especially when you realize, you know, like, this approach to well-being and living your life is so awesome if you if you really tap into it um so yeah hopefully hopefully it will more and more people will will educate themselves and also become a part of this holistic approach to to life and well-being i'm sure i'm sure of it okay well thank you so much jenna for being on this episode I'm really, really excited. Um, yes. Yeah, so as I mentioned in the beginning, I do take Pureness supplements. I absolutely Thank love you. them. It's a brand I can really trust and really vouch for. Yeah, which I don't say that a lot. <laughs> oh, thank specific. you, Frida. I love oh, that. And that's, that really warms a heart. And thank you so much for letting me be on your podcast. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just so excited for the future. And thank you for, for letting me be able to, to share yeah share what's going on with us at pureness 
and our approach and everything thank you it was super yeah informative and valuable and i'm sure people have a lot of takeaways when they're buying supplements and i hope yeah you got a lot of value from listening thank you so much jenna and speak to you soon yes thanks frida Thank you so much for listening to the Wellness Marketing Podcast by your host, Frida Waywell. Do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. I cannot thank you enough for listening, supporting the message of this podcast. Our mission is to help the best of the best wellness brands thrive and allow you to make better, more informed decisions when it comes to your health and well-being. Thank you again so much and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.